Hey, I'm Zanzi, and welcome to Farmers Inside Track, episode 164, powered by Nedbank. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu. If you're not driven towards future-focused agricultural practices, then farming in today's climate is tough. Mzanzi's farmers and others along the agricultural value chain can withstand almost anything. But innovation, sustainable farming methods and adopting technology into your farming business is how many new and newly commercialized farmers are thriving. We connect with Maluta Nechaulu, an agricultural economist and banker at NetBank. In this edition, as part of our campaign, the future of agriculture is already here. Think beyond traditional business banking. Think bigger. A banking partner that helps grow your agribusiness. Think NetBank Commercial Banking. Welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Maluta, it's great to have you with us. I usually like to start with an introduction of my guests, just a bit about themselves, where they're at in the agricultural space. We're very happy to have you here as part of this campaign that we're doing with NetBank, but maybe just an introduction of who you are as a start. Thanks. Hi, Don. I am a banker by profession as well as an economist by training. So I've been in the sector for over 10 years. So I've operated within banks, moved around, and currently I'm at NetBank. My role is has to do with client value proposition. It's more like marketing. We take what is available in the bank in terms of innovative solutions. But after doing research in terms of what clients' pain points are. And then we then match those with the solutions that we have. And then those that we don't have, then develop solutions from scratch. We then test the solutions and then we launch to market. You have quite a bit of experience. I mean, 10 years in this industry. What are some of the innovative initiatives that you've seen farmers implementing to ensure food security in Mzanzi? Farmers are quite innovative It's just their nature. They are quite a resilient bunch. But with climate change and a whole lot of other things that are happening in the space, farmers are having to adopt some of the solutions that are coming up from the ag tech space or from the big institutions, either insurance or input or machinery or equipment manufacturers. For example, farmers in order to understand more, instead of just relying on what they know and their gut feel and just looking up in the sky, now it's quite erratic. They're having to adopt things like satellite and drone imagery just so they can monitor their fields better to be able to also detect if there's any early warning signs in terms of if their plants or their crops are under stress or if there's something that needs to be done or maybe early remedies that can be done. That's in the field crop. And then also in the tree crops, they're also making use of things like drone imagery so they can monitor orchard health, yield estimations so that they can be more efficient. And then there's the whole thing around water scarcity. I think it's pretty much the order of the day as a result of climate change. We've got droughts, likely not this season or the previous one, but it remains an issue. And then we see farmers then getting on board in terms of using more efficient irrigation systems such as drip irrigation, etc. The other thing that they are also doing is around load shading. Uh, farmers also go through the same. They are not immune or they are not absorbed from it. So they're also having to uh, adopt these solutions so that they can reduce or eliminate downtime completely because it affects their bottom line. The other one would be just getting back to the basics. Things like 
taking care of one's soil health, doing crop rotation as you should, going back to things like regenerative or conservation agriculture. So those are just things that are just top of mind. And then, of course, there's a whole thing around waste management with a sector wasting about a third of its produce from production up to value chain until consumers. Farmers are also having to also make sure that they reduce that because it also has a cost implication. On their end, sometimes they also have to donate food to communities or even recycle or repurpose that waste or even create new revenue streams. Maluta, I think you and I can probably sit and talk about this for days and I can pick your brain and unpack all of those elements that you just spoke about. But maybe we can focus on job creation being very critical for South Africa and what the agricultural sector's contribution is specifically to increasing jobs. I think that is such an important aspect that we need to focus on. So what is your take on that? The sector has always been a provider or creator of jobs, especially for the unskilled or semi-skilled people. And we employ about maybe, it fluctuates around 800, up and down maybe 10% every year. But huge reliance on the sector to create jobs. If you look at the agricultural master plans, in terms of what the numbers look like there, in terms of what is projected, in terms of job creation. I was recently doing some sort of calculation based on the document, the master plans. If you just look at horticulture and field crops alone, I think there's huge opportunities there because what they're saying there is that the sector is at a certain point, but if we can just maybe realize what the NDP 2030 growth target is, and then we take that and say, okay, if we can just maybe try to also transform the sector from the current low levels of transformation and maybe add a few percentages, the jobs that will be created out of that ambition, if that is realized, is is quite huge. Just on those two that I mentioned, in total, maybe over 60,000 jobs that will be created, about maybe 33,000 in horticulture, and then another 10,000 in the field crop space, and then 20 from the animal production space. So there's a huge potential in agriculture is more about creating that enabling environment and also implementing these plans that we seem to not have a problem with putting together. So just implementation, we'll see what the real potential of the sector in job creation is. And the prospects are really exciting. And I think that more and more people are finding the industry a lot more attractive. I see it every day on social media. It's become a very a go-to industry in that way. So, so I definitely agree with you on that. Could you maybe outline some of Nedbank's solutions that embraces the development and adoption of more sustainable agricultural practices? You spoke earlier about precision irrigation, regenerative farming. What is your take on that? Our point of departure when it comes to solutioning for the sector, we don't want to push what we have and they say, here, pick what you want. It's more of studying the sector Uh, talking to the sector in terms of the participants in the sector, like farmers and value chain guys and industry bodies, community associations. And the point being to understand what their pain points are. So that is pretty much our departure point to say that let's understand what the pain points are and then let's see in terms of how we can solution for them. So when it comes to things that is to do with sustainability, and to be honest, you cannot talk farming and sustainability separately these days. If you're a farmer and you're not 
adopting or having to apply any sustainability, then I think you might have a, of a problem or you might be lagging behind and you might be getting squeezed, etc. So it makes sense that farmers um, have to adopt these things. Like, for example, I mentioned that pain, what are the pain points and then what is the solutions? For example, energy insecurity is big stuff in South Africa. It's pretty much the number one vocabulary uh, this year. And, and our farmers are feeling the brunt of this, of, the, of this situation because especially in the irrigation space or if we're talking poultry or anything that has to do with it powering of systems, if we're talking pack houses and all that, they need energy to be able to function. So energy insecurity is quite a big thing. And from our side, we've got innovative renewable energy solution that you can be structured over 10 years, factor in things like cash flow neutrality, so that the, the, the expenses you were paying towards paying power from the grid, then we can then use that to justify repayment. Another one is water scarcity as a problem. And then we say, okay, what solution can we then put together to help our farmers? Then we've got our water efficiency solution. And here it goes beyond just precision irrigation, and etc. We also finance things like if you want to put up dam or you want to line it or you want to recycle gray water and all those things that are quite essential. And people don't often think about it when you're talking about water efficiency. Those are the things that our farmers really care about. So we've got solutions around that. And then the other one is to do with climate change and natural hazards. So back in 2019, we launched our innovative shade netting finance solution, which was first to market. And I don't think any other bank has sort of come up to say that dedicated solution for that. So that solution, we sort of can finance um, permanent and drip solutions, shade netting, and then it's structured over up to 60 months. It is also unsecured, so the farmers don't need to take tangible collateral there. So we are able to help our farmers, and this solution can help with orchard performance, can help with to prevent cross-pollination, sunburn, birds, especially for those high-value cultivars, soft citrus, wine grapes, blueberries, you name it, so we can be able to assist. And then last but not least is around waste and recycling. So with about a third of our food being wasted every year, and then now you see that our country is also a third of the population is food insecure. It makes sense that we really need to, to deal with this thing around food waste because we need to address it so that our people are fed, our people don't go to bed hungry. We've got solutions that will then help our farmers to be able to implement those strategies. And it's not just for food, it's for other things that have to do with recycling of bottles and other type of, type of waste that come out of the farming system. Maluta, I think you've given us a very clear understanding of the more sustainable agricultural practices within our industry. But could you maybe, as we wrap up, explain this new NetBank's exciting financial offering, Avil? What does it mean to your clients and what does it offer exactly? Farmers have got many challenges. This discussion is pretty much based on that. Climate change, price fluctuations. The other one is more about market access. So our farmers every year have to now, during their planning stages, say, okay, we're going to plant this much and then we're going to harvest this much, but where are we going to sell it? Because that is mainly based on how much they're going to get. So the higher the price, the better. And also about security, the market that they're going to be going into secure. You know, are they going to be year after year or at least for the next few years be able, going to be able to send their produce there. So the other, you know, with the advent of COVID, 
it brought in another type of market, perhaps one that our farming community were not really focusing on much. And with exports having been cancelled or stopped because of COVID, you started to notice now farmers and agribusiness is starting to transform into digital platforms. We've seen a lot of companies coming up in terms of e-commerce platform for fresh produce, others for grains as well. So Avo, this was developed by a bank, fully funded, fully developed, fully operated by NetBank, which is a B2C, so from, from, from businesses like franchises and whatever, to customers like me and you. But then there's also a platform for businesses to sell to each other, like a farmer selling to a retailer, et cetera, et cetera. So that is a, a platform. Then it, it then opens up another opportunity, a possibility for a farmer. Maybe I don't want to send my produce to a traditional market. Maybe I want to send directly, sell directly to my clients. Then they subscribe there, list their produce, and then the people, the another business or a customer, if they're interested, then, then order. And then their platform just facilitates that process. Then it also cuts out the middleman meaning that more money into our farmers' pocket, which is what we want. We want our farmers to thrive, to flourish, to protect their livelihoods and make us proud in terms of growing our economy, creating jobs. So that's pretty much, in a nutshell, the high level in terms of what AVO is from NetBank. Thank you so much for your time. And I do hope that farmers take up this opportunity and this new financial offering that you've just presented. And I'm sure our Farmers Inside Track listeners really benefited from this very good overview and background that you've given to us of the work that you're doing at NetBank. So thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. And everything of the best with the work that you're doing. No, it's a pleasure, Don. And thank you for these opportunities. And we hope we solve it for the market, whether we are with NetBank or not. Just reach out to us and then see how we can help you to guide your business towards growth. Thanks so much for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track once again. That is Maluta Nechahulu, an agricultural economist and banker at NetBank. From me, Donumdu, our producer, Megan van der Vent, and the rest of the Food from Zanzi team have an absolutely amazing rest of the week. Bye for now. This program was brought to you by NetBank Commercial Banking, the growth partner that thinks bigger about your agribusiness needs. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.